1: Listen for Big Town at 9 (laughs) o'clock.
2: The Johnson's Wax Program with Silver McGee and Molly. Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat present Fibber, McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, Bud Steffen, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. (laughs) Fibber and Molly join us in a moment. If you haven't taken advantage of the new 1949 Glowcoat money-saving twin can sale, you'd better do it right away because those twin cans are going fast. Now here's how this money-saving bargain works. You get one can of Johnson's self-polishing blowcoat at half price when you buy one can at the regular price. Buy either pints or quarts. You save 29 cents on the twin pints, 49 cents on the twin quarts. We offer this bargain in beauty because we want you to know how much better the new 1949 glow coat is for floors and linoleums. We want you to see how much more brightly the new glow coat shines, how much longer that shine will last. And we're sure you'll like it. In fact, we're so sure, we make this guarantee. If you're not convinced that the new glow coat is the finest self-polishing wax you've ever used, we'll refund every cent you paid plus postage. Now remember, on this big bargain in beauty, you save 29 cents on every pair of pints, 49 cents on every pair of quarts. And you'd better hurry because those twin quarts and pints are going fast. So tomorrow, ask your dealer for the new 1949 Johnson's Glow Coat. There's an old saying, man's work, man works from sun to sun, but woman's work is never done. Then there's another old saying, if you women would just organize your work like we men do, and so forth and so forth. Well, listen to the organizer as we meet Pippa McGee and Molly. Of
3: course you got time to read the mail, kiddo. Just relax. You don't see me getting in a lather just because I got a few little jobs hanging over me, do you?
4: What little jobs are you speaking
3: of? Well, I have to, and then I, and besides that, my gosh, I've got to put new laces in my bowling shoes. Oh, dear. I got to run to the hardware store and get a new plug for the bathtub so I can fix the alarm clock. Then I got to take Wait the Wait alarm... a
4: minute. What's getting a new plug for the bathtub got to do with fixing the alarm clock?
3: Well, gee whiz, baby, you know how I always fix clocks and watches and delicate stuff. Yes. I put the plug in the tub, strip to the pink, get into the tub and fix them. Don't lose any parts that way
4: <laughs> Well,
3: come on, let's read the mail
4: Now, look, dear, you take the mail in the other room So I can clear the breakfast dishes My work will pile up today now, so badly Now, now, now,
3: now, now, now Take it easy, Snooky. Don't get your teeth in a turmoil
4: <laughs> Hey,
3: why don't you organize your housework? Get it on a schedule
4: Dearie, if I had 15 cents for every time a husband has said that to his wife I could buy the Hope Diamond and use it for a back scratcher <laughs> Housework simply does not organize.
3: Oh, Bears Ears, anything organizes. You just got to get it onto a schedule and cut out the waste motion. Efficiency, that's the
5: thing. Come in.
4: Oh, it's the janitor from the Elks Club, McGee. Good morning, Oli.
5: Oh, hi, Oli. Well, hello, McGee. Hello, Mrs. Uh, you stomp by on my way to vote to bring back your bowling ball, McGee. Oh, thanks, Oli, for it there. Well, you. thank you for letting my Mrs. use it. She win first prize with it.
4: Oh, right. did your wife bowl that well, Oli?
5: Oh, my Mrs., she don't bowl at all, Mrs. She won first prize in a flower show. A flower show?
4: With a bowling ball?
5: Yes, yeah, sure. She used to arrange it in the tomholes holes with sherry blossoms. She put a little sign on it that says, Life is used to bowl a sherry. <laughs> Anyway, thanks very much. I got to go now past the high school and get my wristwatch.
4: Oh, you have more strange errands, Oli. <laughs> Why is your wristwatch at the high school?
5: Well, last week, my boy Lars, he's in the track meet. 100 yards dash, pole jump, sitting broad jump. You mean, uh, you mean standing broad jump, Oli. Well, starting his stands up, finishing his headstone. down.
6: <laughs> Anyway,
5: the coach he boss his stopwatch and I let him borrow my wristwatch, you oh. see. For nothing, of course. You mean sure, like always, used donating my time so long. <laughs> <laughs> now then what
3: were we talking about? Well,
4: you were talking about getting my housework on an efficiency basis. One of the grimmest fairy tales I ever heard.
3: Oh, it can be done, cutie, and I'm just the guy that can do it.
4: Oh, no. No, McGee. Now, please. No, No, think
3: nothing of it, Tootsie. Uh, Think nothing of it. All I got to do is take a pencil and a paper and lay out the work, see? Time each operation. So many minutes for this, so many seconds for that. So, hey, where's our pencil and paper? Oh, here. Now, first, I'll take the work. Come
4: in. Oh, it's Dr. Gamble, McGee. Do come in, doctor.
3: Thank you, my dear. Hello, egg face. What are you doing with a pencil and paper? Learning to spell cat? For your information, maternity brother. I'm going to put Molly's housework on an efficiency basis. A schedule. As it is now, it's all kind of haphazard. What impertinence. You telling Molly her own business. Hmm? Well, you're the type that'd tell Mother Nature how to make a sunset. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I can save Molly at least four hours a day with this schedule I'm going to make out. In fact, I can save her all day today because I'm going to do the work today myself, today myself.
4: Well, just how will you make out a schedule, dearie, until you've done everything at least once and see how long it takes?
3: I just estimate it. Then from day to day, I correct the estimate. I find new ways to save time. From day to day, I whittle down each operation to a bare maximum. I wish you wouldn't mention operations and whittling in the same breath.
6: <laughs>
3: you make me self-conscious. <laughs> now, this is a challenge, Docky. It's as much of a challenge to me as it would be to you if a strange new epidermis broke out in this town.
6: <laughs>
3: you probably mean epidemic. Don't give me that epidemic business, tummy thumper. <laughs> I ain't so ignorant that I don't know an epidemic is a needle that you shoot people in the arm with full of sterile water and you tell him it's a rare medicine that costs 18 bucks a shot. That's
4: a hypodermic, dearie. Oh,
3: yeah? (laughs) Who's being kidded? Hypodermic? That's a guy that always imagines
5: he's sick. (laughs) You are now talking about hypochondriacs. Long may they live.
3: I am? Then what did I say wrong in the first place? You, you said, said something
4: some... about an epidermis breaking out.
6: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I had the same idea.
3: Epidermis
6: is skin. <laughs> Can't your skin break out? Well, and yes. I... Gee. I was
3: right, wasn't I?
6: <laughs> now on
3: side, please, kids. I've got to get to work. I'm going to show Molly and the world just what can be done about housework. I may even write a book about this. Look, Latherhead, would you have time to appear on one radio show? My
4: goodness, that's a wonderful idea.
3: What show, Doc? People are phony. Morning, Molly. Now, let me see. Clearing the breakfast dishes, nine minutes. Washing the breakfast dishes, 12 minutes, 30 seconds. Picking up the pieces of the breakfast dishes I busted doing the breakfast dishes. Fourteen minutes. Make the beds eight minutes, eleven seconds. I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair two minutes and five seconds. Billy knows
2: the orchestra and I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair.
3: there. She got frightened by an ice cube. Now all her eggs all come out square. Oh, the monkey and My the... My col- goodness,
4: you're a busy little bee, dearie. Okay. I haven't seen you in such a bustle since you wore Aunt Sarah's old formal to the masquerade. <laughs>
3: I can't talk to you now, Molly. Got to keep on schedule, you know. Drop back seven minutes from now, Tootsie, when I get the dishes finished. I can give you three minutes and eight seconds then. Oh, now, boy, for I goodness'
4: can- sakes, go ahead with the dish while we talk. Hmm? You don't have to stop the train just to blow the whistle.
3: A deal like this, you gotta be efficient, kiddo. I got our washing washing in the washing machine while I do the dishes.
4: What were you doing to the washing machine a while ago? I saw the tools laying there. Something wrong with it?
3: I'll say, and I lost plenty of time off my schedule with that dad-rad thing, too. Wouldn't run. I had to take it completely apart before I found the trouble.
6: What was the trouble?
3: Wasn't plugged in.
6: <laughs>
3: After I plugged it in, it whoops.
6: Oh, oh dear.
4: I hope that wasn't one of my good plates Don't
3: worry, it was an old one There was only one of your good plates dirty So I busted it four and a half minutes ago
4: (laughs) great Look, why don't you let me You sit down
3: and watch, kiddo I'm going great I already saved 15 seconds on my schedule by only dropping dirty plates, you see. I had three seconds of plates to wash them. If I dropped clean plates that I've already washed, I'd lose more time than if I'd have saved if I'd have...
4: This is probably the editor of Good Housekeeping to tell us where we can get some. <laughs> Come in.
3: No, it's Milk from Kramer's Drugstore. I phoned for some benzene and... Out here, Milk, out in the kitchen. Come on out, Milton. Hello,
7: Miss McGee. I rushed the benzene right
3: over, Mr. McGee. I
7: give service.
3: Oh, thanks, Milk. Set it there.
7: Uh, Uncle Ed, he doesn't like me to take tips,
4: but, He uh, sent you to the right place, then, Milton. <laughs> <laughs> What's the benzene for, dearie? You're not going to dry clean those dishes, are I you? No, know.
3: no, I've got to fill my cigar lighter. I've been wasting too much time striking matches. Uh,
4: I carry a cigarette lighter, Mr. McGee.
7: See it? Oh, yeah. Uncle Ed says when I'm 21, I can put fluid in it.
3: Oh, that's fine, that's very efficient, Milt
7: I'm efficient too, Mr. McGee You take jerk and soda I save a lot of time by just sliding drinks down the counter to people Instead of carrying them down Yeah? Or I will when I learn how to do it without tipping them over
3: (laughs) Do you spill many that way, Milt?
7: Well, not all of them It's tricky, though Gosh, the mayor went out of there yesterday With one chalk mauled in him and three of them on (laughs) him Heavenly days, the mayor Oh, I only charge him for the one, of course the main thing is I don't get discouraged. I stick with it. I don't give up.
3: Well, that's a good trait, boy.
7: Yeah. Well, I better get back to work now, though. Help Uncle Ed unpack stock. We sold so many things at the store as a vitamin deficiency. See ya. <laughs> My, he's a nice
6: lad,
4: isn't he, dear? Yeah, and he's got the
3: same trouble all kids have, though. He's growing up.
4: <laughs> kids
3: stay kids. The world wouldn't be such a...
4: For goodness sakes, what's the alarm clock for? That
3: tells me when my time's up. I set it for 12 and a half minutes when I started the dishes. That means I'm through dishwashing now,
6: see? <laughs> now,
3: see. Where's my schedule? Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah, but, McGee, you still got a half a pan full of dirty dishes there.
3: Look, when I make out a schedule, I stick to it.
4: <laughs> Let
3: them soak.
4: I'll get them minute. All right, dearie.
6: Now what? (laughs) This
3: this next demonstration of efficiency, uh, you're going to love, Tootsie. Watch this now. According to my schedule, the next job is to do the kitchen linoleum. I say the next job is to do the kitchen linoleum.
2: Oh, my. Did you say something about linoleum, pal?
4: Heavenly days, Mr. Wilcox. Popped right out of the woodwork. Yeah,
3: it's about...
6: (laughs)
4: What is this, anyway? Do you carry radar, Mr. Wilcox?
3: (laughs) No, I got a message at the office that Fibber wanted to see me in 12 and a half minutes, so I rushed right out here. Brief me, pal. Well, I'm organizing the housework, Junior. I got it all scheduled, see? But the next item on my list is giving me a little trouble. It's about the linoleum. Hal, you called the right man.
4: I hope so. I'd hate to think after all these years. Why an odd...
2: <laughs> I just happened to have with me a container of Johnson's self-polishing blow coat. Oh. The finest wax protection for your linoleum that money can buy. I'll show us how it works, Junior. Let's see how I brought it along to show a housewife out on Oak Street.
3: Yeah.
6: She
2: called me about the great new bargain offer the Johnson Wax Dealers are featuring right now. The big get acquainted offer that gives you more of this wonderful new 1949 glow coat for the same money. Yeah, but... One we're... third more glow coat, in fact, at no extra cost. Oh, that's very
3: interesting, Junior, but let's not waste time. My schedule's... I told her all she had to do was ask her nearest Johnson Wax dealer about this exciting new offer.
2: How she'll not only get a brighter glow coat shine than ever before... But you'll also get more of this great floor polish for the same money. Yeah, but how does the stuff work, Junior, on a tight
3: schedule like I got here? If I got to stop to buff it and polish it and rub oh, it... Oh, around... you're,
2: you're kidding, pal. Huh? Johnson's self-polishing glow coat doesn't need any rubbing or buffing. No. Shines as it dries. Look, uh, suppose I start over here by the refrigerator. That's it, that's it. Start anywhere. At last. Ah, simply pour a little out, spread it around with this long-handled applier that I just happen to have under my coat here... Let it dry. Come on, Molly, in the living room. He'll never miss us now. (laughs) Let it dry in 20 minutes or less to a beautiful luster that
4: protects and preserves.
3: Look at him, pour it out.
4: Listen to him spread it
6: around.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Close the door gently. There. That's what I mean by efficiency, kiddo. I'm convinced. I got 10 minutes on my schedule for the linoleum. Takes me three minutes to let Wilcox talk himself into doing it for me, and thus I save seven whole minutes.
4: Wonderful! Let's go to a short movie. <laughs> I can't
3: dilly-dally, Molly. Got to stay on schedule. Got to be efficient. For the next thirteen minutes and twenty-two seconds, I vacuum the living room rug. You see? McGee,
4: what have you done to my vacuum? Where's the bag to it?
3: Oh, it's too inefficient. I took it
4: off. <laughs> here.
3: See this hose here? I hook this on instead of the bag and hang it out the window. <laughs> Dust off the carpet fertilizes the roses.
4: <laughs> that
3: way saves all.
4: Come in. Oh, McGee, it's Mayor Latrivia. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Hello,
3: Molly. It's McGee. Hi, Latrivia. Sit down briefly.
6: <laughs> According to my
3: schedule, I can give you one minute and ten seconds, boy.
1: I'll settle for the ten seconds, McGee. I've had it. Good day. Oh, oh no, ma- Mr. Mayor.
6: <laughs>
4: Don't go. You no. just sit right here and visit with me a while. Himself here is on a tighter schedule than the Berlin airlift, but I'm loafing.
3: I'm putting the housework on a business basis, Latrive, everything on schedule. Efficiency, boy. You ought to try that at the city hall sometime.
1: I'm trying to get several efficiency measures through the city council now, McGee. Oh? In fact, I had lunch at the hotel with President Bates of the council yesterday to talk about it.
4: Bates? Oh. Isn't he the man who caught you so hard the last time you ran for mayor, Mr. Mayor? And you had lunch with him?
1: Yes. Yes, if it will help to improve our government, Mrs. McGee, I can work with him. Politics, you know, make strange bedfellows.
3: How was that again, LePitz? <laughs>
6: hmm?
3: Oh, I merely
1: remarked that politics makes strange bedfellows. You see. Uh, did you when... have to
4: stay overnight, Mr. Mayor?
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: overnight? Where? At the hotel where you had lunch. You said there was a strange fellow in your bed, so naturally... <laughs> uh, no, no, McGee, I didn't mean that.
4: McGee found I... a horse in his bed one time. <laughs> horse in his bed one time at a legion convention, Mr.
6: Mayor. <laughs>
4: but a bed full of strange politicians is worse. Yes. You can shoot a horse, but a
6: politician uh, uh,
1: Please, uh, just a minute. When I said politics
3: make strange bedfellows... You said referring... a mouthful, boy. You really
6: <laughs>
3: I went to a political rally in Chicago one time and had to share a room with two fat senators and a ward healer named Beeler. Was there a healer in your room, Mr. because No, no. No, there wasn't. I didn't have any room. I didn't say I had a room. There wasn't any room at all. You understand? I'll say we understand, boy. The way them hotels ram six or eight politicians into a room that was built for three brooms in a bucket, there ain't room in the room for anybody.
6: <laughs>
3: How could you sleep that way, Latrivia? With all I those... didn't creep that way. Huh? <laughs> at least that day. Hey!
4: I mean, look.
6: Now, now. What? Hey,
4: Mr. Mayor, don't shout. <laughs> Every day's noise won't settle
3: this. No, well, sir. Be calm, boy. Friends, look at right this. Heaven in. help me!
4: Now, you said you went to a luncheon, Mr. Mayor. Yes. And then you said politics makes strange bedfellows.
3: Yes, but I was. Tell me one old... thing. Was there a ward healer named Beeler there? <laughs> because of all the strange bedfellows, he snored louder than. There no was huh? a strange a <laughs> red a strange bedfellow. a <laughs> red fellow.
1: Look, when I said politics makes strange odd, a be- uh, strange <laughs> bedfellows. Oh, no.
6: There. I didn't about really like a
1: strange room full of polypathy. Huh? Full of, of polypathy. Pet- <laughs> <of> pet- <laughs> small of, patient,
6: full of You're the one of I am... You always... I... You... That's... <laughs> that's... <laughs> McGee? <laughs>
3: yes, boy?
6: I'd,
1: uh, like to ask a favor. The police department pistol team is shooting target practice tomorrow morning. Would you help them
3: out?
4: Oh, he'd love to, Mr. Mayor.
3: I'll be there, boy. Hey, uh, what do they shoot at, Latreff? <laughs> You'll find out. Good day, ma'am.
4: The
6: King's
2: Man and I want to marry Mary.
6: Oh! I want as I ever hoped to be. I want to marry Mary and I'm positive that she is not a bit contrary from the way she kisses me. I'm going to see her papa and ask him for her hand. And maybe in a year or two her papa will be grand papa. I want to marry Mary when you meet her.
1: My true love I have found, now just like Mary's little lamb, I follow her around, oh, here comes the bride, I'll be happy as can be, my troubles will be over if she'll only marry me.
6: Here
5: comes the bride. And I'll promise her that she will live her life in clover if she'll only marry me.
6: I'm gonna see her mother and ask for her consent. Then maybe in a year or two she'll help us pay the rent.
5: Oh,
1: I want to marry Mary. When you meet her you will see why I will be so merry when Mary marries me. Oh, the way she kisses
6: me. The way she kisses me. (laughs) I wanna marry Mary for the way she kisses me. <laughs> I, love Mary. I love Mary, 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 I love Mary too. But she can't marry the four of us, and here's the reason why Mary went and married am I?
3: I all done and right on schedule. Took me just 13 minutes and 22 seconds. Look at that schedule, kiddo. See how everything is checked off?
4: It's wonderful. What's the question mark after make beds 8 minutes and 11
3: seconds? Oh, well, I got set back a little bit there. I I have to adjust the schedule. I couldn't get the wrinkles out of one bed, so I run down and got the electric iron, plugged it in, and ironed them out. (laughs) But I lost three minutes moving the dresser to cover the hole in the rug where I set the iron down when I answered the phone. (laughs) So consequently, I had to make a...
4: Well, my goodness, Mr. Wimple, it's nice to see you, Mr. Wimple. Yeah,
3: come on in, Wimple, man. I can just give you three minutes of nonsense, Wimple, so cut the small talk and get to the jokes. Hello,
4: folks. (laughs) Himself here's putting the housework on an efficiency basis, Mr. Wimple, organizing it.
3: Yeah, how about your wife, Wimple? Does she always claim her housework gets ahead of her?
0: You mean, sweetie face, my big old... (laughs) Yeah. Well, sweetie face doesn't do any housework, Mrs. McGee. I do it.
3: You got an organized wimp like I have?
0: Oh, yes, indeedy, Mr. McGee. I have a wonderful system. Yeah? I just can't stand the sight of unmade beds and dishes in the sink.
4: So you get to work and really take care of them, huh, Mr. Wimple? No.
0: I just get my bird book and beat it.
6: Your
4: what, wimp?
0: My bird book. I go out in the woods and, oh, say, I found the nest of a blue-faced booby yesterday, too.
6: A
4: blue-faced booby? Imagine that.
3: Anybody we know, wimp? blue-faced
0: booby, Mr. McGee, is a bird. Sure it oh. is,
4: McGee. It's
0: like an Australian paddle raft, except the paddle raft has one web foot.
3: Just one web foot? <laughs>
4: yes.
0: <laughs> you see, it likes to shove a little stick out in a, into a pond or river. Yeah. Then it stands on it with one foot and paddles with the other.
4: Well, uh, what if it gets tired and wants to change feet?
0: Oh, the web is detached. Oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just pulls it off like a glove and puts it on the other foot. Isn't nature incomprehensible? You said it, it?
3: But how about this blue faced booby you saw? Oh, that
0: was so cute, Mr. McGee. Yeah? I saw the female sitting on the nest about to lay an egg.
4: How did you know she was about to lay an egg?
0: Well, the male booby was walking up and down looking worried, way out on a limb. Oh, my God. Oh, birds are so fascinating. <laughs> I wrote a poem about them yesterday. I call it Ode to Dr. Gamble.
4: Oh, and it's about birds. Well, recite it for us, Mr.
0: Wimple. All righty. Ode to Dr. Gamble. Nature is so full of wonderful birds. To describe them, I simply can't find the right words. But the old feathered friend that intrigues me the most is a long-legged bird who is found coast to coast. They call it a stork. And you've seen pictures, maybe, of him flying along bringing somebody's baby. A mysterious bird who gives some folks a fright. They don't see his big bill till he's way out of sight. (laughs)
6: Well,
0: I guess my three minutes are up now,
3: Mr. McGee. Goodbye. So long, (laughs) then.
4: Mr. Wimple is quite an ornithologist, isn't he, dearie? Well,
3: my gosh, who wouldn't be? Staying out in the woods all day studying birds. Well, kiddo, according to my schedule... Whoops! Where's the back? Oh, here. What was that for? Cigar ash. Well, Tootsie, that's half of it. You see that schedule? Got the morning chores all checked off.
4: Wonderful. Now
3: I'll start on the afternoon chores. Look,
4: uh, sweetheart, huh? skip the afternoon chores. Do those tomorrow.
3: Huh? What do you mean?
4: past eight. At night? Yes, and your dinner's getting cold. Oh
3: my gosh. Time sure flies when you're on a schedule, don't it?
6: River and Molly return in a
2: moment. Now, once again, I'd like to remind you, for a very limited time, the makers of Johnson's work in a money-saving bargain to introduce you to the new 1949 glow coat. The wonderful new glow coat with the bright new glow for one-half its usual price when you buy another can at the regular price. That means a saving of 29 cents when you buy twin pints, 49 cents when you buy twin quarts. Ask your dealer for a 1949 glow coat right away. you better hurry because these twin cans are going fast. Remember, you'll not only get a brighter, longer-wearing glow on your floors and linoleum,
3: you'll save money doing it. Hey, Molly, there was a kid at the door a few minutes ago. I thought he was a magazine salesman at first, but he just wanted to know how you were.
4: A young man wanted to know how I was?
3: Yeah, when I opened the door, he says, "House beautiful? And I says, She's fine, thanks. LAUGHTER Kind
4: of a dumb look and walked away. Well,
6: thank
1: you both. Not at all. Good night.
6: Good night, all. Rub it
1: on. Wipe it off. Yes, that's how easy it is with Johnson's car New, the wax-fortified auto polish. Because Carnew cleans and polishes your car in one easy application. First, car New cleans your car. Cuts through traffic tarnish and road film that water won't touch second Carnew polishes your car, makes the whole body sparkle like new. Tomorrow, ask for Johnson's wax-fortified Carnew, the polish that saves you work while giving your car a Sunday shine. Remember, rub it on, wipe it off. That's all you do with Carnew. This is NBC,
2: the national broadcasting company